Hey, Mel. Bri here. Gotta work from home today because the whole family caught a nasty... Daddy! Hey, Mikey! If you're gonna puke, find the popcorn bowl! But my availability is 110%. Coincidentally, so is my fever. <laughs> Kidding. Mel, I'm so cold but hot. Uh, but I'm gonna get you that budget. Just as soon as... Right. Mikey! Popcorn bowl! Press 1 to use Instacart and get your family's sick day essentials delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. Press 2 to keep working. Do not press 2. Just use Instacart. Brian. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Welcome to DC. Welcome in Tuesday edition of Burgundy Gold today here on the Team 980 streaming live on the free Odyssey app. Scott Jackson here with you today. Me and Linnell doing a little switcherooski this week. Uh, in here the next couple days solo, and then be back with Doc coming up on Thursday. And uh, the guys obviously had the Ford handled yesterday, and uh, a lot of things have changed since we last spoke, which was the day of that uh, epic Thursday night game between the uh, Commanders and the Bears on Thursday night football. We got the news over the weekend that Carson Wentz was going to miss some time. Still don't know the exact timetable. There are some reports that say four to six weeks. I've also... Seeing others say it could be a lot quicker uh, in terms of a return. Certainly, I'm sure Taylor Heineke would like to give them reason to take their time with the injury. We'll get into all that angle as well uh, coming up this show uh, with you here on the Team 980. Of course, phone calls as well. Uh, but lot, lots to cover between now and then. My man Michael behind the glass today producing for us. Um, boy, that Thursday night game sucked, didn't it? Woo, that was a tough one to watch. I mean, thank goodness they won it. But, man, oh, man, these Thursday night games have been... Flat out miserable. However, uh, you know, it's like survive in advance. And, um, you know, during that game, and hopefully Ron Rivera will address this in like the next, I don't know, 15 minutes when he's supposed to talk. I believe it's at 12.15 today. We'll keep our eyes out for uh, the information. But, you know, Carson Wentz hit, obviously the uh, got his hand hit by a Bears defender, was shaking his hand all, all kinds of crazy, you know, trying to get it loose. And did they know at that time, you know, or by the time they got to the locker room that his finger was broken? I'm not sure because, I mean, after the game, I don't believe he had a wrap on his hand when he was doing interviews or anything. So when did they find out about the injury? Obviously, now that the surgery's been done, is this four to six weeks nature? And, you know, look, I, I know what most fans are thinking right now. It's like, you know, let's just see what the offense looks like without him. Because clearly, this is a guy who, in the first time in his life, not playing in a Frank Reich, uh, you know, Doug Peterson, you know, baby of Andy Reid kind of offense, has not looked very good outside of, you know, really, let's be real, like four quarters, you know, where he's lights out. The four quarters, you know, two against the uh, Jags and obviously, you know, the, the second half against the Detroit Lions. But outside of that, there's been plenty of stinkers in between. Um, you know, even though there were some numbers in that Titans game, there was a lot of frustration there as well. And obviously, the Chicago game was miserable uh, for the passing attack. Yes, sure, Curtis Samuels should have caught the touchdown. 
Uh, still wouldn't have been a great night, but yeah, you would you would have been in a lot better shape. You're probably not you know doing a white neckler there at the end of the football game, but. You know, the Carson Wentz experience so far has been more downs and ups uh, for the Commanders, despite, you know, if you didn't watch any of the games and you look at the yardage and then you tweet people and say, well, wait, he's a, yeah, his yardage number, you know, no, stop it. Uh, they're scoring fewer points a game than they did last year. Um, you know, again, since, you know, week one uh, and two, they have scored a grand total of 47 points in the last four games. I mean, they scored more points the first two games than they scored the ensuing four weeks. So, been a lot of problems with this offense. Um, accuracy, you know, slow to get rid of the football. The sack numbers have been huge. You know, Heineke's mobility, knowledge of the offense. Yes, the lack of arm strength all come into play here. But you know, I would suspect they're going to look they're going to look more fluid on offense. I would I would think this. I'd be disappointed, quite frankly, if they don't look better on offense this weekend. Now, with that equal points is a whole other thing. I mean, we saw this team last year at times move the balls very well between. Of the 20s with Taylor and have issues in the red zone. Boy, no bigger example was that horrendous game against the Packers. Oh, my goodness. Uh, when they had the chance to make it a one-score game in the third quarter. And, uh, you know, they Mark Heineke down at the goal line when he gave himself up by diving early. And then, of course, they couldn't punch it in. That was, that was a weird game up at Lambeau. They certainly had chances against the Packers. And this weekend, obviously, the Packers come in not a great football team right now. So a lot of opportunities uh, for the um, – for the Commanders this weekend against a struggling Green Bay team. I'm sure like Green Bay is probably thinking the same thing. Like, hey, here's our get-well game coming up against the Commanders. But obviously Washington is in a in a very desperate situation, a 2-4 and four, uh, coming off that win. There was a little bit of oxygen, and now uh, this situation comes up. And, again, see what Heineke can do. And i got to feel like that he is, you know, the mindset, you know, this might be his last shot here to show what he can do as a starter. So we'll um, – Talk about all that coming up at the bottom there. Bobby Wilder, who coached Taylor Heineke in college uh, at ODU, also played golf with him on over the weekend. I believe it was on Saturday they were golfing together. Yeah, it was Saturday because they were watching the, the ODU game as well, monitoring that as they uh, beat Coastal Carolina. Yep, I got that in. Anyway, um, so we'll get to all that with uh, Bobby coming up. You know, kind of like where Taylor's mindset is right now and how he feels he is uh, better prepared to play this season. I, mean, I thought the guy in the preseason in that Chiefs game looked really good um, in the little bit of time he was in the field. And, again, he the offense is more fluid with him. He's been with Scott Turner for a long time, with Ron Rivera. Uh, yes, there's going to be less downfield passing, but I think there's also going to be more opportunities for guys to make plays after the catch with him in the offense because he gets the ball out quicker certainly knows where it needs to go, throws with a little bit more anticipation than, high, than uh, Wentz has in this offense. And let's be honest, too, he can get away from the rush, you know, if they want to move him. I remember talking to him at the end of last season, and one of the things that he really wanted to see, you know, when he played again was maybe to get more opportunities to show off his mobility and use that. Obviously, with running him too much, you're always concerned about injury, you know, injury and putting himself, you know, at harm's way and those kind of things. But these guys definitely put a lot in his body over these last couple of years as well since he played in that Tampa Bay game and obviously suffered that injury on his non-throwing shoulder. So we'll, we'll, uh, we'll get to see this weekend. i got to think this is a huge game for him. And, I, look, he's going to give him some juice. I mean, we know this fan base response to him, team response to him. You know, uh, you know. Again, you just got to look at it as each week is a is an audition. If you're Taylor Heineke, for you know, beyond this football team, uh, if you get if it doesn't uh, work out here, so it's got to be um, you know exciting for him. And you know, I, I gotta think in the deep back parts of Scott Turner's mind, very exciting for him. Let's be honest. I mean, Scott Turner has been getting crushed by all of us, as you know, he should be. 
uh, for some of the stuff that's going on here with the offense, but I, I'm sure there's plenty of frustration for him watching his quarterback. I mean, there's got to be some things that really drive him absolutely nuts about his quarterback, you know, drifting into sacks, holding the ball too long, you know, not throwing guys open, you know, because he's the one getting killed. I mean, you know, he's the one getting killed on the pregame shows. He's the one getting killed on Sports Talk Radio. Uh, he's the guy who had to go back upstairs, you know, all that stuff, all that stuff. And let's be honest, the, the team they have out there that right now, now granted the offensive line, you know, in the middle of it may not be better than it was last year, that's for sure. However, I do think uh, there's there's more options, even without, you know, Jahan Dotson, we'll see what his availability this this week, but, you know, having a healthy Curtis Samuel, you know, certainly, you know, that helps Brian Robinson. you got more backs. I mean, J.D. McKissick's got to be excited, right? I mean, J.D. McKissick's got to be really excited. I mean, I, I kind of sense there was one play in the Bears game where Carson went somewhere else, went behind him to McLaurin, like a 50-50 kind of throw up in the air ball. I mean, McKissick, if he just looks at him, same side of the field, wide the you-know-what open. And in that game, if he hits him, it's an easy first down. Just you got to think these things are driving him crazy, you know, kind of like Darren Sproles used to go through back in the day in Philly. So this will be, to me, the, the interesting part of what's, what's ahead on Sunday. I mean, I, I'm more interested in the game. i got to be honest with you. I mean, it's it just been really frustrating – Watching Wentz, and it's not all his fault. It's not all his fault, but man, 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 you know, some of it, I think, over the years that he was able to cover up for himself was covered up by obviously the great athleticism, uh, you know, the extension of plays, and these kind of things. You always knew he had accuracy issues. I mean, we were talking about it since training camp, uh, and that's all played out uh, on the field. But you got to think that, um, you know, the fact that you're going to have a quarterback that's not going to get run down by defensive linemen from behind if he decides to take off, is, is going to be uh, exciting for these guys. And, and, again, the fact that he just knows where they're supposed to be and is going to get the ball out quicker. I mean, I think Taylor did a great job improving his accuracy last year in this offense. And let, they probably going to have to go back to that formula Ron Rivera just, like, longly talks about. <laughs> that big four-game win streak, that formula that was so amazing last year before the season catered. But – you know, there was some 17-15 wins. As a matter of fact, there were back-to-back 17-15 wins. Um, but it was certainly not an offense that was throwing for 300 yards a game. I would suspect you're going to see a lot more ground and pound. You see better complementary football. And, you know, dare I say, I think the defense may be getting better. Yes, I said it in my open microphone. So we'll get at all that stuff. Fred Smoot's going to join us at 2 o'clock. We'll talk about the defense. Um, and I want to see how Fred has recovered since Thursday night watching that game. I feel like people, you know, it felt like bleach was poured in our eyes watching it. But, uh, you know, at least you came out of it a winner. I mean, it almost felt like the NCAA tournament, uh, you know, the surviving advance. It's all you get, like the only positive you could come out of it was, well, well, you survived it and won at least. At, le- at least you don't have to uh, have the indignity of saying you lost such a horrifically played game and so ugly on, on national TV. And here's the crazy thing. Compared to the week before, it was, a, it was a beauty contest winner, right? I mean, compared to the Thursday night the previous week, it was the most beautiful Thursday night game ever. Oh, and and again, whew, it was it was it was a tough one. I, I made myself rewatch it. Oh my god, on the all twenty two, and it it looks just as horrible. Uh, <laughs> days later, let me tell you, it is not an easy watch. You have a viewer discretion advisory for people that care about offense. And boy, were the Bears a self inflicted wound steam in that game. My goodness. So, but it, it was an important win. For the commanders, if you want to have any type of like feeling that there's still life here, and look, we could do the math. I could bore you with all that stuff. I mean, it's not good. Uh, Eagles keep winning. The Giants keep winning. 
Uh, you know, the Cowboys are going to be better when Dak comes back. They're going to they're going to get their act together. Their defense is still really tough, but man, it's the uh, the mathematics of it all does not look great. And you know, I, I get this a lot from my friends that are fans of this franchise. Well, at least we didn't get Russell Wilson. And pay him all that money. So I guess there's that. I guess there's that. Although that would have probably sold a lot of tickets. It had a lot of of, of actual uh, Commanders fans um, going to games week in and week out. So uh, we will um, talk about that. Boy, that Monday night game wasn't much better when the Thursday night games wasn't uh, last night. A little bit later on in the show. But I, I, again, I think uh, the Heineke thing could be good for this offense this weekend. We'll see what he brings. And yes. We'll talk about Sam Howell at some point. It's just not yet, folks. There might be a day and a time for that, but it's not quite yet. Now, look, fate could, much like it has stepped in here with Carson Wentz, uh, have a play in this thing before it's all said and done. But for now, no, this is the right move. You you still got a season to fight for. You got to put in the guy you know knows what to do with the offense, the guy who knows it better than the guy who's been playing, the guy that could give you some, some spark. No question about it. So, we will uh, we will do that um, coming up a little bit later. But we will talk about the – like, when is the time for Sam Howell, for those of you that are dying for that? Because I know a lot of you are. I know that some of you are. And then for those worried about this 70% of the offense thing, obviously the timing on how long Carson Wentz is out is a big deal. And hopefully we'll get that information from Ron Rivera coming up shortly. I believe he's about to uh, take the podium in a bit. All right, Bobby Wilder's going to join us at 1230. Again, guy had great timing. Played golf with uh, – with, um, Taylor Heineke over the weekend, and obviously Coach Taylor. And, and I want to talk to him. I love talking to Bobby because he knows Taylor better than anybody. Uh, he's been a sounding board uh, for, you know, Taylor uh, throughout his uh, NFL career. Uh, knows what this guy is. And, and you know, we know he's a, we know he's going to come and compete Sunday. Here's what you know about Taylor Heineke. He's not going to come out on the field and look like a guy who isn't laying it on the line. You know he's going to do that. I see the team has officially announced he's going to start this Sunday. Thank you for the official announcement. Actually, Bobby broke the news. I hate to tell them on Facebook on Saturday. <laughs> I was I saw Bobby's Facebook post of him and Diller playing golf, and he said the, the new starting quarterback for the Commanders uh, on his post. So Bobby is now my breaking news source over, over Adam Schefter, so we'll talk to him at 1230. All right, uh, Taylor Heineke, a redemption uh, song of sorts for him. On that last Green Bay game last year, we'll get the start on Sunday against the Packers. We'll uh, talk about uh, what, again, who is this good for, and and do you really think Scott Turner and some of those folks are over there are disappointed and sad about Carson Wentz? Sure, they didn't want him to get hurt, but eh, they they want to win some football games, I bet, uh, right now. We'll get to that uh, as we're six weeks in at two and four going into week seven. Maybe you'll be lucky seven. We'll get to it straight ahead. Scott Jackson with you here. It is Burgundy Gold today. We'll get to some calls coming up later on as well here on the Team 980 Streaming Live on the free Odyssey app. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker 
coworker of yours. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Welcome back. Burgundy Gold today here on the Team 90 streaming live on the free Odyssey app. Ron Rivera is on the podium. Or he's not on it, but he's at the podium talking. A um, couple non-quarterback things before we get to all the quarterback stuff. Uh, William Jackson, he said he does not anticipate the cornerback facing the Packers. Also, Rivera added that Jackson is working with trainers on his hurt back. Uh, coach refused to say if he'll uh, if he'll play or if he would be healthy. If, he, if he'd play, if he'd be healthy. Also did not address trade request report. Of course, remember, that was the bombshell on on Thursday prior to the game, in addition to all the Dan Snyder stuff from from ESPN, was the William Jackson III's not with the team, didn't travel, and oh yeah, wants to be traded. And the team was working on it, and apparently had some interested suitors. Obviously, nothing has happened to this point, so I don't know how interested the suitors were, or if they were like, okay, you have to pay the entire salary, and we'll take him, and we'll send you a bag of footballs. I, we don't know if that was the case or not. Just me being... Wise ass. Okay. Uh, we'll get to calls coming up at 301 All right. Ron Rivera on Carson Wentz confirmed surgery in his throwing hand yesterday. Still in L.A. and has already begun his rehab. The team will have a better feel for the timeline once Wentz returns. It's for Ben Standig via Twitter on the Athletic DC. Ben also on Sam Howell. What Rivera said when asked about Sam Howell, we think he's on track. But Taylor right now gives us the best opportunity to be successful. And of course he does. And again, you know, Taylor's been in this system for a heck of a lot longer. Or or is excuse me, it's not a system, it's plays that they like. <laughs> Here's the plays we run. That that is how for those of you that missed it, Ryan Fitzpatrick, this is another thing that's kind of gotten buried in all this mess over the last several days. Ryan Fitzpatrick on the Amazon set. I mean, Ryan Fitzpatrick, I, I couldn't even remember what his voice sounded like because he was here and he was gone, like in a half of a quarter, or in a half of a half rather. But just said about the offense here with Scott Turner was, well, they have plays they like to run. I mean, he went really, and he said they don't really get the ball to their best players. Then it felt like that night, you know, Scott Turner was running and ended around for Terry McLaurin, all this stuff, getting Terry more touches. That was off the topic of Terry getting touches. <laughs> it was almost like Turner was watching the pregame or somebody handed him a note and said, hey, those plays we used to run for Curtis Samuel could run for uh, the Terry McLaurin now. I don't know. It was kind of weird. But he's not wrong. I mean, look, this has been one of the criticisms, right? I mean, get your best people to football and get in position. And I do think there will be opportunities this weekend with a guy who knows the system, the plays, uh, better to do that and who certainly is more comfortable and healthier, you know, younger, can move, can still can still get out of his own way, that they're going to have the chance to do that. So 
that was um, that was a little bit from Ron Rivera, I guess, who's still talking. And again, his answer now on William Jackson III, he said, "We'll see. That's to be determined on whether or not he play if healthy. Okay, in and with healthy. There you go." Code word, yeah, we'd love to trade this guy. You know, we'd love to move on if we could and see what we can do. You know, TBD at this point with William Jackson, I would suspect, with this team. All right, um, let's get to a call before we take a timeout, and then we're going to go talk to uh, Bobby Wilder about Taylor Heineke and, you know, again, what he feels like. Taylor's mindset is heading into this thing. Spent the weekend with him. Uh, spent part of the weekend with him. So today, playing a little golf on uh, Saturday, and how Taylor feels about his next opportunity here with the Commanders. Let's go to Jamel. Jamel, thanks for waiting. You're with us here on the uh, Team 90 and Burgundy Gold today. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good, man. Just a quick question. I've um, been a fan forever, right? So there's a couple of things that I see, and I'm just wondering if the offense is going to flow better. With Heineke, I hear everybody saying that, yeah, he'll get in, he'll get the ball around, he knows the offense better. Mm-hmm. Why are we just not going with this guy? Um, the team seems like they play better. They respond to him. I've never played professional sports, but I've mm-hmm. played sports. When you've got somebody on your squad that you like, you play harder for that person. By no means am I comparing Heineke to the GOATs. Yes. However, if I'm not mistaken, when when uh, Brady came in, he wasn't as good of a talent as Bledsoe. Bledsoe had a cannon for an arm. Brady couldn't match that, but he was able to do something. So if we can't go deep all the time, who cares? As long as we're moving the ball, getting players involved, if we're more efficient, if he knows the offense, if he's better, that sounds to me like that means more points. That's well, but it didn't. Problem. Is the problem last year, as you know? I mean, if you watch the 15 games that he started, they, you know, they tapped out. I mean, at some points, I mean, they eventually, I mean, I did, you know, they had some big offensive yeah. games. They had some where they couldn't get in the end zone more than once. Um, you know, that's a problem because there's limitations to it all. Now, can be, with more talent that look better? We'll see, right? Like, we'll see. Well, hopefully with more talent, they will be better. And we'll find out, um, you know, starting this weekend. But, look, they made the commitment to Wentz. A lot of us held our noses at that decision, clearly, uh, going back to the offseason. This is not revisionist by any means. I mean, honestly, I don't know anybody who was excited about Wentz from this fan base. I mean, I'm sure there were some of you. But I don't remember there being a lot of excitement. And, you know, quite frankly, they didn't sh- let him do enough in the preseason to change that excitement. Uh, clearly, you know, it didn't show up on the on the, uh, on the the ledger in terms of ticket, you know, season tickets either. I think we all underst- are well aware of that. So, you know, the hope was, yeah, sure, he's got, he's got talent, but l- let's see it. You know, let's see if he can get back to what it was before. You know, you want to talk yourself into it and all that kind of stuff. But, you know. Clearly, it's been a few highs and a lot of lows so far. But yeah, I mean, you're going to see some better things from the offense, I would suspect, this weekend. But again, they got to go out and show it. And is it sustainable, right? Is it sustainable and can they do it for the long term uh, for whatever the number is that they allow it to be? You know, here's the other thing. Let's say they do play better and they do win games, more importantly, that, you know, the, you know, the old policy, can you lose an, Can you lose a, a job due to injury, you know? Can't lose your job due to injury. Sure you can. <laughs> Happens all the time. Of course you can. You know, what What would there be their mindset if they see it that way? And obviously right now, like, they just try to win next week. Uh, there's still a lot of season to be played. You know, it, it doesn't look good right now at 2-4, and four, and the teams that are in front of you don't look like they're going to fall apart anytime in the near future. There's three teams in front of you, you know, significantly in front of you at this point. 
you know, the team closest to you, you beat you head-to-head pretty good in their own building with their backup quarterback and the Cowboys. So, doesn't look great. But, you know, if he can stack some wins, if he gets the opportunity to stack some wins, then things will be very uh, fascinating to me what what uh, what kind of move they make there. All right, before we get a break, uh, my man Willis uh, via the Twitter, let's see what Taylor does with the weapons he has at his disposal. His mobility will help the line issues they're having. Sam's time will come. Uh, they don't need to rush him to play unless Heineken gets hurt. Right. Or if you're, like, in December and the season is, like, completely out of the, you know, realm of possibility, then at that point you got to – I mean, look, there's probably some guys in the staff that also think, you know, I'm talking about coaching staff, not just players here, that are like, yeah, we're kind of coaching for our futures here too. You know, you can't be casual about this and just throw some rookie out there. No, you got to gotta try to stay in the season. And then, yes, there may be a time where it gets there. No question about it. All right, coming up, Bobby Wilder uh, spent the weekend uh, playing golf with Taylor Heineke. Former uh, ODU coach, Coach Taylor there, knows him better than anybody. We'll get to uh, Bobby's thoughts on Taylor's latest chance here with the Commanders as uh, he will start this weekend against the team he grew up loving, the Green Bay Packers. Uh, this time gets him at FedEx Field. Hopefully it won't feel like Lambeau Field. But I don't know. We'll see. We'll get to that straight ahead here on the Team 980. Burgundy Gold today and streaming live on the free Odyssey app. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. As we turn the corner into the new year, a lot of people are looking to get healthier. That includes Hero Bread, who have just launched their new recipe using heart-healthy olive oil. Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. All with no compromise on the taste, texture, and bready goodness you expect from your favorites. Now they're listening to their fans and updating their recipe with olive oil, an antioxidant-rich oil that's been shown to reduce cholesterol and minimize the risk of heart disease. Try it today with code HERO10 for 10% off your purchase at HERO.CO. That's code H-E-R-O-10 for 10% off at Hero.co. Tacovis is a terrific boot brand, and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. As someone who tries to pursue a minimalist lifestyle, I highly value quality over quantity. And I'm telling you, you can't find a higher quality boot than Tacovas. Their Western boots for men and women are handmade. Handmade from the most premium leathers with over 200 time-honored individual steps. Also, did I mention that they are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico? And also, if you've ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, which is something that I was thinking, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas and you'll see. Just do a quick search for Tacovas on social media and you'll see how adorably styled these boots can be. Visit tacovas.com, that's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and point your toes west. 
Welcome back. Burgundy Gold today here on the Team 980 streaming live on the free Odyssey app. Scott Jackson solo here with you today. Our pleasure right now to go to the BetQL guest hotline. Bet smarter, beat the books. Download the BetQL app today. Visit BetQL.com. Bring in former Old Dominion football coach Bobby Wilder. Uh, good enough to give us some time today. Get some insights on Taylor Heineke back in the lineup for the Commanders. How are you doing today, Bobby? Living the dream, Scott. Great to be with you. Always good to talk to you. Um, so over the weekend, you know, you're, you're my Adam Schefter. I'm like uh, chilling out on the beach, and I <laughs> scroll through my Facebook, and I see Bobby Wilder's got a picture of Taylor Heineke, and he says, Commander's new starting quarterback. I'm like, what? Huh? And I'm like, what? What is, what is he talking about? And, you know, then I go to Twitter, and I see this Carson Wentz injury. So Bobby Wilder, you're now the breaking sports guy for me, man. I, I'm all tuned into you. Trying to do what I can to help. It was really exciting from my standpoint, Scott, because they played Thursday night, and, and Taylor and I stay in regular communication, and he just wanted a little break, wanted to get out of the city. He said, hey, coach, I'm you know I'm coming down. Let's get together, play a round of golf. So I arranged for it on Saturday, and that's kind of when – the news broke. He knew earlier than that, but it was really, it was really awesome to be with him on the golf course where, you know, we were just relaxing, having fun playing golf. And then all of a sudden, you know, a lot of his teammates were, were hitting him up. Scott Turner was, was calling him. Um, and we're trying to play golf and watch old dominion, just roll coastal Carolina on my phone. So <laughs> we had a really, really fun, uh, four and a half hour Saturday afternoon. I bet. Now who, who won by the way? Well, I, let me preface this by saying I've been playing golf all my life. He's right. really new to it, you know. But I, I got him by a stroke on Saturday. He hits the driver three hundred, the three wood two fifty. But occasionally, Scott, they end up in the backyard. So advantage <laughs> to the old ball coach. <laughs> well, that's good to hear. Um, well, at least you guys had a good time, and obviously got a good football game to follow there. That was something over the weekend, but. How's how's Taylor? How was he feeling? Was he? I mean, obviously he's got to be excited, but I mean, because you don't know when they bring in a new guy if you're ever going to get that chance. Uh, so I would imagine, you know, this this is something that you know he's preparing himself for. But now here it is. He is he's really excited, Scott. But unlike last year, um, when when Fitzpatrick went down and you know he got thrown into the Chargers game and then realized after the game this is my football team. Um, and he was just he was just going week to week last year, just trying to survive, trying to figure it out, playing through injury, the whole thing. Um, he was so much more calm Saturday when we were talking about it and going through scenarios. And and I could tell because I've known him for so long that you know he's got a sense of I, I've done this, I've been there, I, I know I can do it and have success. And I don't mean to say what he did last year, he thinks he's an all pro or anything. It's just the fact that he played and, you know, he led them to seven wins. So he knows he can do it and he knows he can play and be successful. And I just sense a, a much different guy this year. I sense a guy that he's determined. Uh, he wants to lead this team to wins and he wants to play really smart, clean football. Yeah, I mean, overall, what do you think he, you know, besides the experience part of those 15 starts last year, what, what do you think maybe he worked on this offseason, because you know him better than anybody, and, and that he kind of focused on, even though he knew more than likely he was going to be the backup to start the season? Well, number one, he's he's bigger. He's, he's 
20 pounds right now. And for people that don't know, when I was his head coach in college at Old Dominion and recruited him in 2010, he was 175 pounds. So in the last 12 years, he's put on 45 pounds and he looks great. He looks to me, Scott, that, you know, he told me Saturday, I've, I've still got my agility I, I, I can still move really well, so his escapability will be there the same as it was last year. If you remember last year, Scott, he ended up rushing for over 300 yards, and you know that that's not in a running system. Like the Commanders aren't an RPO team like the Eagles are, or the Ravens are. So he he did that pretty much on his own, just off of scrambles, um, averaged over five yards carry. So the agility's there, the speed's there. He still has that, but number one, he's bigger. And he's stronger, so that's going to help protect him. Uh, but number two, he recognizes uh, he's got to protect the ball better. You know, that's that's a lot of turnovers he had last year. The fifteen interceptions. He, even though he threw twenty touchdown passes, he realizes that's too many interceptions. But what he's really excited about right now, Scott, is you know this is his second year with Terry McLaurin and. Uh, they've got Samuel McKissick, Gibson, Dotson, Brown, Thomas. There's there's weapons there. You know, he's excited talking to me about about Dotson and what he brings to the table in terms of just flat out speed. So unlike last year, where he felt like he had to recognize every snap is is Terry McLaurin double teamed or not this play. He feels like there's going to be more options and a better ability to spread the ball around this year than there was last year. We're talking to Bobby Wilder, uh, former Old Dominion coach, Coach Taylor Heineke, is with us here on the uh, Team 980 Burgundy Gold today. Scott Jackson with you here as well. You can stream us live on the free Odyssey app. You know, you mentioned his him adding that bulk, uh, Bobby, and, he, and definitely looked different uh, to me this year as well at camp and uh, definitely saw the mobility in the little bit. We saw him in the preseason still there as well. I remember talking to Taylor at the end of last season. We kind of knew, you know, the writing was on the wall. They were going to go hard to find a starter uh, but we did talk to him after that last game about you know what he'd like to see if given the opportunity again to start with his football team. And I thought one of the interesting things he said was he wanted some of those things that you just mentioned, some RPO opportunities, or at least some you know maybe more more uh, rollout plays. You know, kind of you know, showing off that mobility and, and certainly a guy who is, is pretty good on the run throwing the football. Uh, did you get a sense from him that maybe those kind of things may may be back on on the table this weekend when he's back on the field against the Packers? Yeah, without giving away any of the the secrets yeah. going into the Packers game, there's he's he's definitely more comfortable this year than he was last year having those conversations with with Scott Turner. Um, he feels more confident in himself. He feels like the the personnel at the skill positions is um, is improved this year. Even though it's a lot of the same players, it's improved, and he feels like his chemistry will be better this year because he knows those players better. But I definitely sensed from him this weekend somebody that's uh, much more comfortable talking to Scott. And I was impressed with the fact that Scott reached out to him a couple times this weekend just to have conversations once it was um, was certain that Carson needed surgery, was going to be out for an extended period of time. So, you know, that tells me that, that relationship has grown between Scott Turner and Taylor Heineke. So I, I do think um, there, there are going to be conversations about certain things that, that Taylor likes. And, and Scott, let's be, let's be clear. We're talking about a guy last year that he threw for 3,419 yards. And by comparison's sake, for people that 
might not know what that number means. He threw for more yards last year than Jared Goff, Jalen Hurts, Russell Wilson, Teddy Bridgewater, Baker Mayfield, and Lamar Jackson, who this is the same Lamar Jackson that's demanding a contract up around 40 or 50 million. So he threw for more yards than those guys when he wasn't the starter to begin the year. He had to bite and scratch and claw every game. People each week were blaming him for the fact they ended up seven and 10. And so all these things are, you know, he's a human being too, Scott. All these things are going through his head, but I thought he competed his ass off last year. I thought he grew. He learned a lot. He, he knows what he needs to do better now. And I'm, I'm excited to see what he's going to bring to the table for these next 11 weeks. And I'll also just add this, Scott. Um, he did a great job with an interview in preseason. Well, I don't know if it was you, but somebody asked him about competing for the job. Do you have a shot to start? And he said in a very professional way, no. You know, Carson Wentz is making $30 million. I'm making two. So I'll be here. I'll do what I need to do. I'll help Carson, which he did. He's got a great relationship with Carson. He's got a great relationship with Sam Howell. Uh, he's respected in the locker room. I mean, Jonathan Allen reached out to him this weekend when we're on the golf course to, to let him know he's behind him and excited for him. The team's got his back. So, you know, he earned the respect from the locker room from the standpoint of he goes out, he plays hurt, he plays in pain. He doesn't complain. He, he tries to spread the wealth in terms of compliments. So that locker room respects him. And I think they're going to get some juice from uh, from him being in there and playing this weekend. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think there is going to be plenty of juice. And I think a lot of things, and maybe the offense looks faster. He's certainly familiar with it. I mean, this was Carson literally in his sixth game this past Thursday, you know, in this system, a system that uh, was, was brand new to him. But, you know, Taylor's been around Scott Turner, obviously, uh, for many, many years now as in Ron Rivera. So I, I'm with you. I, I think there could be some good things. As we're talking to Bobby Wilder, former Old Dominion coach with us here on the Team 980, it's Burgundy Gold today. Scott Jackson here with you today. All right, so, you know, the one knock, obviously, on Taylor, and I, I don't know if he can fix this, Bobby, or if it is if you think he's been able to improve it, but obviously the arm strength, right? I mean, look, I mean, Wentz throws the ball, uh, you know, a different way, but that being said, you know, struggles with some other things that – other quarterbacks do better, but uh, is this something he's also been able to work on, do you think? Because I, I did actually think in a little bit of time we saw him in the preseason, his arm did look a little liver, but again, it was preseason, it's early, and you know he's coming in you know, six weeks fresh versus a guy, you know, a guy that obviously had been playing and getting most of the reps. Yeah, he went um, in the offseason, Scott, that was one of his goals to figure out a way from a, a total body mechanic perspective Perspective. How can I improve velocity? And uh, people sometimes, I, I played quarterback my whole life, I've coached it. One thing, Scott, that people have a hard time understanding is arm strength isn't just about is my arm strong or can I create enough torque through my shoulder and elbow? It involves your hips, your lower body. So long story short, he went and saw one of the, one of the mechanical gurus on the West Coast to work more on the that the action with his hips and his lower body try to create more torque and velocity. And I think he has. I think he's improved that part of it. He he felt like he did. You know, we'll see this Sunday for sure, but uh, he felt like that was a part of his game that improved. And, and the one thing I'll say about that, Scott, um, there are quarterbacks who have incredibly strong arms. There's, there's Tom Brady, and then there's gifted guys, Aaron Rodgers athletically. But then you look at a guy like Tua, and I think you would agree on this with me. Tua 
you'd say doesn't have a very strong arm. Would you agree with that, Scott? Yeah, I don't think he does, yeah. Yeah, that's a knock on Tua, which we all get, we understand, but you look at his QBR, he's got the top QBR in the NFL, so what does arm strength mean? Is that something we see with our eye? Uh, What does productivity mean? Is that something we see on paper? So when you evaluate quarterbacks, there's, there's two definite ends to that spectrum. Some guys get it done with their arm, like Josh Allen looks phenomenal right now, strong arm, and then there's guys like Tua, which, you know, I'm praying he comes back and he's healthy, that, that get it done with timing and other things. So Taylor's, I believe his arm strength's improved, Scott, but he's going to have to continue to be really good uh, with movement throws, which we know he can do, and also the timing of routes. But again, I go back to the weapons, Scott. There's added weapons on that offense that weren't there last year. Yeah, I'm with you. And, I, and the running back room's obviously better. And look, they had a formula last year that Ron Rivera talks about all the time. When they had that winning streak prior to, you know, Taylor getting injured and then the COVID and all the other things that went on, I mean, the whole team got deficit, you know, the defense got devastated by injury and the Landon Collins injury was huge, obviously. But anyway, you know, where they were playing a certain way, right? I mean, it wasn't gaudy numbers necessarily on the scoreboard each week, but they were playing complimentary football. And that's something that they've really struggled with so far this season where the defense is out on the field way too much uh, over these last few weeks. And I'll be interested to see how they, they kind of balance that and, uh, certainly with, again, his, his ability to run, how that maybe influences the running game to, to a positive uh, area for them, which they haven't seen yet. Yeah, and that's, Scott, that's a great point you bring up. And I want to talk about a little bit about what Ron said with the formula. So you remember last year they're playing the defending Super Bowl champs, the Bucks at home, and they go on that 10-minute drive in the fourth yeah. quarter? Okay, that's, that's winning football. It's not sexy football. It's not something that Commanders fans are going to look at and go, yeah, Taylor's back. Let's get a 10-minute drive going. <laughs> but, it's, but it's winning football, you know right. what I mean? That, that wins games. So those are the type. That's what Ron was referring to, those things that happen, the ability to move the chains, whether it's with his, his legs or his feet. And you brought up a good point about the running game. Now, hopefully Brian Robinson getting healthy, coming back, um, Taylor and I talked about him this weekend. Taylor really likes him. He thinks he brings an element to the running game that um, they don't necessarily have with McKissick and Gibson because those guys are different style runners. They're both good in their own way. They're just different. Robinson's more power. So right now, you look at the commanders offensively, they're throwing the ball for 248 yards a game, and, and you need to give some credit where credit's due. That, you know, Carson Wentz, did a good job throwing the ball, and he completed 62%, 10 touches, 6 picks. It's not like he was throwing the ball to the other team. The issue was the sacks. There were too yep. many sacks, and you could say, hey, did he hold on to it too long? Guy's not open, protection, whatever. It's a combination of everything, but that's too many sacks. And then, conversely, they're only running the ball for 95 yards a game. Now, that has to go up. I believe it will go up with Taylor back in there because the point I made earlier, you know, last year he rushed for 300 yards. So that was roughly, um, you know, 25, 30 yards a game added from the quarterback spot that they weren't getting from Carson. That'll open some other things up because if they do get some RPO going, Scott, now a defender has to be there for the quarterback. So you're minus one on defense with the ability to tackle the running back if you've got a plus one 
the quarterback, if that makes sense to you. So uh, yeah. that yeah, yeah, that opens up that backside B gap or C gap at the D end where the linebacker have to sit on the quarterback coming off the zone read. So I, I do think the running game has a good opportunity to improve, and if it does now, here comes a five-minute drive, a six-minute drive, which the defense right now is solid. They're, they're improved from last year. The defense will have a shot to get better if Taylor can help this running game improve. And I also think, Scott, it'll help with those 23 sacks. It'll help the offensive line if the play action improves, if the run game gets a little better. If that 95 can get up to 125, 130, 135, that helps every other aspect of the offense. So Taylor needs to bring value in those areas, Scott, to help this team improve offensively. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, Bobby Wilder with us. I appreciate all your time. Bye. Hey, fi- finally for you, but before we go, I mean, did you get the feeling from Taylor that, I mean, look, he's, you know, maybe this is his last shot here. Uh, if not, you know, you don't, you just don't know when the opportunity to come when you become a backup. But does he feel like this is going to be a multiple week opportunity, or is it kind of like we got to wait and see at, at this point as to how quickly you know Wentz heals here? What What I will tell you, Scott, is his eyes are wide open. They were made wide open um, when Carson Wentz was signed to that contract. They were open even more when Sam Howell was drafted. So. Um, he knows. He he can see how the table is set right now. He understands this is the NFL. He's incredibly grateful to Scott Turner and Ron Rivera. Remember, Taylor and Scott Turner met back in 2014 when Scott Turner was the only NFL coach to come to Old Dominion right. and evaluate Taylor, took him out to dinner to meet him, and then signed him in Minnesota. So he's got a relationship with Scott Turner going back eight years He's got a relationship with Ron going back to Carolina. So he's grateful to those guys, but he also understands the the business element of this and nothing is guaranteed. So number one, he's playing out of loyalty to those guys and, and the commanders. He loves the commanders. He loves that locker room, Scott. He is really close with everybody on that team. And he has friends at every position group. It's not like he's just the quarterback and just hangs right. out with those guys. He's friends with everybody. He's he's tight with Tress Way, the punter. I mean, he right. loves those guys. So he wants to win for them, but he also knows he needs to play good football, not only for the commanders, but for what his future might be in the NFL if he's not re-signed by the commanders. And and last thing I'll say, Scott, they've you know, Taylor and I talked about schedule. They've got eleven games left. They've got they've got six at home, five away um, to have a shot at, at something in postseason, you know, they've got to get to nine and eight at least, right? Sure. They've got to at least go seven and four. So he knows, he knows it's, it's Green Bay, Minnesota, Atlanta, New York, Cleveland, Dallas at home. It's Indy, Philly, Houston, New York, San Francisco on the road. And that's 11 games there. You've got to figure out a way to try to get at least seven to try to get this team in, in contention, which, Last year he did. He got him from two and six to six and six. And hey, maybe there was a shot. And then, like you mentioned, the injuries, the COVID, all that stuff happened. So um, he's confident that he can go play good football. And hopefully, if they they're catching Green Bay at a really bad time for Green Bay right now, um, hopefully this could start something uh, for him moving forward. And and that's his goal. He's not he's not just going in there, Scott, to to play out the string or or for selfish right. reasons. He wants to help this team win. Uh, he wants to get the fans back excited about it, and he wants this to lead to hopefully a good opportunity for him either with Washington again next year or 
or somewhere else in the NFL because he feels like he's got a lot left to give. Awesome. Hey, Bobby, always great to talk to you. Love your insights, man. Uh, we will do it again soon. Thank you so much. Yeah, anytime, Scott. Appreciate you having me on. Thank you. All right, thank you. Bobby Wilder, former Old Dominion coach. Obviously spent some time with Taylor Heineke this weekend. Um, a couple things he said I want to I get to coming up. Uh, I know we're way over. Bobby is very good, very detailed stuff there from him on what Taylor's put in in the offseason if this opportunity arose, which it has. Uh, we'll talk about that coming up on the other side. Uh, Fred Smoot at 2 o'clock with us, and we'll get to some phone calls coming up the next hour as well uh, and more on what Ron Rivera had to say here on Burgundy Gold today. Scott Jackson with you on the Team 980 streaming live on the free Odyssey app. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. All right, Burgundy Gold today here on the Team 980, streaming live on the free Odyssey app. Scott Jackson solo today. Thanks to uh, former Old Dominion football coach Bobby Water. Great to hear him. Um, <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know if everybody else picked on it, but I did notice he mentioned 11 weeks multiple times. <laughs> he kind of glossed over it when I asked him about the 11 weeks, but uh, we've got to feel like uh, <laughs> that maybe this is going to be uh, – more than just a few weeks situation, or maybe that's just kind of like I was looking at it. Like, hey, if Taylor plays well, uh, he gets the full eleven weeks if he's if he's healthy. Um, you know, that's the way he's got to look at it, right? I mean, as as the backup, you just you got to look at it like this is your chance. You know, you have to pull me off the field uh, if he comes out and wins games. It'll be fascinating. It'll be fascinating if they are playing well and things are going well. And look, he, you know, this is the tough part, right? Because Here's Ron Rivera, who's also the decider, as I like to call him. You know, he's got his fingerprints on everything with his franchise, from the name change to you know, to all facets of this place, and the front office decisions. And you picked this guy, you made the trade for him, as, as you as you uh, put it in in some expletive terms on Thursday night after the game against the Bears. Uh, you watched all that stuff and saw the analytics and all that, and this is the guy you chose to you know go after. 
and sure, certainly it wasn't like there were a ton of options, to be fair. And, you know, the year before, you swung and missed on Matt Stafford. Uh, you certainly tried your best with Russell Wilson, from what we were told. That didn't go anywhere either, and some other options. So, you know, this was the guy you decided was okay. You know, that you could figure out a way to win with in Carson Wentz. And it has not been a smooth sailing situation by any means. And you've had some ups, but you've had way more downs over the first six weeks. And a guy coming off a you know a 90-yard game or whatever the heck the miserable final number was, I'm trying to, again, wash my eyes out with bleach thinking about that game. 99 yards, I'm sorry. Uh, 99 yards. <laughs> I was 99 yards of passing in an NFL game, believe it or not. Anyway, so that's that happened, right? Uh, so now, suddenly, you know, not surprised to hear, guys are reaching out to Taylor Heineke because this feels like a little bit of oxygen. And, like, this isn't something new that's happened here. Like, the, the backup quarterback can give you juice. We'll talk to Fred Smoot uh, at 2 o'clock. He'll talk about Todd Collins, his year here, um, and how that changed everything. And I don't, I don't know if it'll end with playoffs or anything. I'm not guaranteeing like that. But, yeah, I mean, there is that excitement. Hey, guys used to get jacked up for Colt McCoy here, okay? I mean, he was a popular guy. He's more of a dude's dude. The backup quarterback, for whatever reason, tends to have more relations. There's a lot of stuff on the starter's plate. And this guy's brand new. They have not been through the wars with him. They were excited about his physical talent on the practice field, certainly uh, throughout the offseason, and what they had seen from him in the past. But clearly, as we watched him this year, there are some things that you see in real time. You're like, ooh, that's concerning. He can't run away from defensive tackles anymore. Um, he's really not seeing the field very well. Holds the ball too long, which we already figured because he's had been sacked a billion times year in and year out. So all these things. Now in real time, and you're seeing, you're like, wow, this isn't good. And now, you know, yeah, be careful what you wish for, you know. But again, none of the fans are wishing for Carson Wentz. <laughs> I mean, I remember the day the news got people were like, no. I mean, my initial thought was, hey, Frank Reich wants to move on from God help us all. Why, why would you do that? But look, clearly his arm was twisted by the owner. Heck, they might have stuck with with Carson had it been up to Frank Reich, but it wasn't. Um, and could he play better? Could they coach through these things over some time? Possibly. But, but at what cost? And I think that's – players are selfish, man, because you only get like a finite amount of time. And if you're not touch, if you're one of these guys to not touch the football, I think Cam Sims isn't a little bit excited. <laughs> you think Cam Sims is a little happy? McKissick, as we mentioned before, I mean, these guys who have kind of been lost in the offense, yeah, man, the, the backup, yeah, this is kind of – it's a little exciting, especially a guy you worked with before and made some plays with. There's no question they're excited about Taylor Heineken. I'm not shocked at all to hear that. I mean, Doc talks about it all the time. Two guys give this team juice, Taylor Heineke and, and Chase Young. Both have not been playing. One guy due to injury, one guy because of a decision you know, made in the offseason. And, again, you know, look, a lot of us were on board with them trying to upgrade the quarterback position. I just They just didn't pick the right guy, at least what it looks like through six games. And, you know, the, eventually we'll get to the question is, you know, when do you bring him back, you know, and should you? And that's what's going to be interesting here, how he recovers from the surgery. All right, coming up, we'll uh, get to a little bit of what Ron Rivera had to say this, this afternoon as well. And what do you expect from Taylor Heineke, obviously, moving forward here? We'll get to that um, in the next hour and some phone calls at 301-230-0980. It's Burgundy Gold today. Scott Jackson with you here on the Team 90 streaming live on the free Odyssey app.
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.